Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Has it been that long? It's only been like a week. I feel like it's been so longer, like so much longer. See, English is just lost on me. Whole city, not just the city, but the world, Craig. Not just the city, but the world. There we go. Told you guys I was going to shorten that intro up, didn't I? There we go. Oh. Recently, your boy YNW Melly talking from, from, I think, is that boy in prison? No, he talking from jail. He in jail right now. Yeah, he really going through it. For those who don't know, YNW Melly, uh, around 2019 was like a big up-and-coming rapper with songs like Murder on My Mind, Mind on My Murder, several features with Kanye West, you know, big-time people in the industry giving him favor. <clears throat> got locked up for a double homicide of two of his friends and trying to stage it like it was a drive-by shooting. Oh man, this case. This case has been going on for so long. They put the death penalty on the case and they took it off and now they put it back on the table and this boy is shook. He is shook about this. Uh, so much so that he is writing DJ Academics, Say Cheese TV, and BSO Sheriff Tony who is, um, guessing the, uh, sheriff really in charge of, the, you know, his county, his county jail. Gonna read it here for you. In the picture taken over a year ago, I am smiling, but as I speak to you from my cell at this very moment, I am weeping in the present. I've been mute for years about the mistreatment, discrimination, and misuse of authority, mentally and emotionally abusive. I've been suffering, and in fear, BSO staff... Captain Archibald, Captain Hubert, XO Jean Baptiste, and XO Jenkins are just a few names of high-ranked staff that have enforced this treatment. On April 8th, I was told I was not allowed to use the phone indefinitely, which means forever. Captain Archibald revoked my calls for using another inmate's pen to talk on the phone. Usually when someone gets disciplined for this, it's usually phone restrictions for 30 days. It is now going for 8 months. No other inmate in this jail is being treated this way. I haven't spoken to family, friends, managers, and accountants for months at a time, making it impossible to pay my bills and take care of my household livelihood, or even talk to anyone for relaxation, for pleasure, and stress relief, and worse, to handle lawyer fees. BSO is aware of this. I am being hidden from the world. No hearing. My family's voices have mentally and emotionally tortured me into deep depression. This is entrapment. I was never given a fair warning that talking in another inmate's pen was wrong. The the holidays are approaching, not to mention my mother's birthday is on Christmas Day. Not only is this torture to me, it's torturing them. I am innocent until proven guilty, and I have all my rights to talk to my family. Whoever took my privileges have a personal vendetta towards me. This is true mistreatment and discrimination plus pain and suffering, and I cannot do my time like this. Awaiting trial being secluded because of my celebrity status and my social media following Sheriff BSO, Sheriff Tony, or at BSO, Sheriff Tony, please get on top of the situation. Somebody, please help me. Say Cheese TV at Academics. What do you think these media personalities are going to be able to do for you? What what good would uh, texting them or messaging them from from jail like this? What will they do do for you at all? They have no say over the law. If this has been going on for eight months, no doubt they already know exactly what you're going through. For a reason. For whatever reason they see fit to, to do it to you. 
Like they're not keeping you there for no reason. You're not you're not being held for no reason. Normally they just don't let people. You know you're not going to be able to bond out on a double murder. Though I've seen it done many times before. I've seen killers get bonded out, get bond and get bail. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but this isn't the case for you for some reason. Maybe it's because you lied. Maybe because the whole staging the whole thing. Who knows why? But something clearly isn't adding up about this case for sure. For one, if they had enough evidence on this poor, this, well, I'm not going to say poor boy, because I really don't have much sympathy for him. Uh, he knows something happened that night. Something happened that night. They got fingerprints of his, his fingerprints on the gun. They, they pointed the trajectory of the two men, which were his best friends, who were killed, as it being the position that YNW Melly was in, pointed the gun. Like, they have all this stuff. Um... Like, they can really do do this stuff, like CSI type of stuff, like, really see the trajectory of the gun, depending on how and where it, like, it hits and enters. They can they can see if it was a downward angle, an upward angle. You can even tell if, like, a child was shooting a gun just from how small, uh, just from how the, uh, the angle of the bullet, the trajectory of the bullet going is. Uh... Yeah, now definitely back on the case, he's uh, clearly scared. He's very scared, I believe. Crying out for help. Sadly, once again, I cannot feel no sympathy for him. You know what you did, whatever you did. What do you expect to happen once you come out of jail, in general? Like, your life will be back to normal, you'll beat the case. This, you are facing a double homicide. You aren't facing petty theft or battery or something like that of that nature you are facing double homicide it is not a game and they're not treating it like it's a game he's saying you know he said um in that tweet oh i didn't know why i couldn't use nobody else's pen someone told you something man ain't no way you've been in been in jail this long without jail politics sinking in you've been in jail since 2019 It's 2022, about to be 2023. You've been in three years since you were transferred back into that jail that no one told you you couldn't use nobody else's pen to make calls? Yeah, I'm not buying that. I don't think they're buying that either. Uh, ignorance of the law does not mean you should break them. Not knowing something, they will not cut you any slack because you don't know you broke a law. You broke it. And not only did you break it, you broke it already having so much on your plate already with this homicide so you would think someone like you who's already been in deep waters is already in some deep ass trouble man that you'd be able to understand the severity of what you're going through right now enough to be you should be on your p's and q's if i was him i would have got involved with the the jail choir i would have called the i would have called the warden and been like all right so does the uh, does the jail need a, a, a choir person? Do they need a volunteer person? Do they need something? Do they need someone in church? Do things that'll make you look good on paper for them, so at least they'll cut you like maybe some leniency, maybe take the death like the death penalty off the table again at least if, if you seem reformed. But in eight months he's been there in that new jail. He's just been tweeting, making music. It's like you got bigger troubles to worry about, and you making music for the outside and everything like that, it will not help your case. You're in there. 
you better focus on what is in there instead of focusing on what's out here trying to get back out here right now you're in there that is your world and from the looks of it from what they're trying to do to this boy if he doesn't get the death penalty that's going to be his his home for a long time but eventually he'll be transferred out to a, a prison to serve out the rest of his time he won't stay there forever even if they hit him with time served it's going to be a, a, a couple years it's going to be a couple of years, at least. Um, so... Yeah, personal vendetta and everything. Like, you are not the first inmate of celebrity status to claim that they're targeting you, singling you out, holding you separate. You are a celebrity. They have to keep you separate from the other inmates because you never know what could happen. Someone else might have beef with you. Someone might know your friends that are in there. They might seek revenge on you. They don't want that on their on their conscience of, of a celebrity getting checked in and not checking out and not and it wouldn't be fair to the victims' families if this happened how the way they think it happened with all the evidence that they have. And they have a plethora of evidence against this young man. <clears throat> Yeah, they're not they're not targeting you, man. They ain't they ain't really singling you out. They sound like you broke a <clears throat> broke a law in jail. Eight months. Eight months is a little bit obsessive though. No joke. Eight months is a very long time not to be able to talk to family, friends, lawyers. Clearly they're keeping them there for a reason. Until they know what that reason is, or until somebody talks everybody's gonna be in there for as long as they see fit you don't deserve no fair treatment in their rules their law their game like it is it's their rules in there follow their rules um, said somebody better say something it's like that's what they're really waiting for it's like the uh, you know you put them in these uh these environments, these conditions, uh, knowing full damn well, someone will break eventually. And what was that going off of? Yeah, it wouldn't be fair to the victim's family if you died on their watch. The victim's family deserves justice, not only justice for the victim's family, but for the county. For whatever message they're going to make out of you, whatever statement they're going to make by, you know, whatever they're going to do to you. They don't want to see you dead. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Even that death penalty thing, I believe it's just a scare tactic to scare one of them into saying something. Because uh, right now he has a co-defendant uh, who's also facing uh, the same charges and for, you know, tampering with crime scene, of course. Because they did have evidence that the bodies were moved, that the car was shot up afterwards as well. So bullets went off in the car. And then outside the car, bullets, they shot outside the car as well. So, and then drove to an ambulance or to a hospital. And was like, oh, yeah. You've been through a drive-thru. I'm like, whenever bullets are involved, police have to be called. Or bullets, bullets, women and children are called. Or, like, in the midst of the investigation or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. The police, is, they, they was called immediately. Uh, I 
I'd say the hubris of these these people who think that they could they could possibly get away with these things is is insane. I think they suffer from um, delusions of grandeur. You don't win in the streets. Like you can't beat the streets. Streets are undefeated. Uh, a long time ago, my uh, my grandpa and my papa. Uh, I think it's when I was like in real bad times, you know, just uh, just out here. Um, but we went to a junkyard. I think it was like a little field trip he had planned for me. We went to a junkyard. He points to a car riddled with bullet holes, metal sheared, just tore up. This car looked a mess. He said, if that is what the streets will do to a car meant to, you know, uh, protect you from the winds and other vehicles hitting you, what do you think the streets will do to you if you don't get out of them? If it can do that to a car, basically render it immobile. This is a solid piece of machinery, metal, made out of iron or whatever the hell they make cars out of these days. That's what it did to that. You aren't nearly as tough as that car is. And yet you want to play out here in these streets like it's nice. Like it's a good old time. You don't win. They already know how to beat you. Shoot, then the Texas knew something was fishy when they saw the crime scene. It don't take nothing but a little investigation. In a case this big with a high profile uh, defendant like YNW Melly, oh, they, they dotted the cues and, and the eyes and everything. Somebody gonna say some eventually. Surprise, he said nothing. And that'd be the that'd be the insane thing to me. You know what you did. Why not say something? If you know what you did, why not just face the music of what you did? Why why are you trying to cop out to it? Why are you trying to act like you it wasn't you or something like that when everybody know it was you? With all the evidence that came out over like the, the past like two years, everybody know you you did it for sure. Let you out for what? Go out for what? Treat you right for what? We know you did it, and these are people that you claim to be your best friends. So why would they let you out? Why would they treat you fair? Think about all these things. People don't want to, like, as I said before, people do not want to take their licks. You know what I'm saying? You get you get down bad, you do something you shouldn't have did, man. You better take that lick. Take it. Especially if you really did it. If you didn't do what they said you did and everything like that, and you just in a bad situation or whatever, don't, don't, don't cop out like that. You know, take it to however far you want to take it to. But yeah, in his case, in this case, oh, they know something. <laughs> everybody knows something, and everybody ain't saying something to everybody. But I think he needs to get his mind out the damn gutters and outside and think about what he could do inside to maybe, and I'm saying maybe, just maybe, get a break. What do you inside Ryan that you are in there, you are not getting out, do not worry about the academics and what you post, worry about yourself. <laughs> Think about what you can do to make yourself seem less threatening and less like a danger to society. Shit, if I was in Hollywood, I'd be saying great ape shit. I'd been like, I hear voices, I see voices all the time, hear them, blah, 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 blah. Man, that's what I would have did. Be a fool. They don't be thinking, these young men out here, they crash out and everything.
Help you with what? <laughs> help you with what? You have EBI to show. I got no doubt he'll be he'll be just fine in there. Just not thinking right now. Like I said, that, that death penalty thing sure scare a lot of people. What he should be doing is like, bro, if you really did do this shit, bro, they gonna put you on a death penalty? What the hell else you got to live for? Do you have kids? Do you, I mean, you got a mom and all this other stuff, but you know you did this stuff. Your mama probably know you did this stuff. The police know you did this stuff. Everybody know you killed your two best friends. Everybody knows. It isn't no innocent or proven guilty. We have as much substantial evidence as these boys have against this boy. Bro, we know you did it. So what is the death penalty in the end? You know you did it. Isn't that better than sending yourself for the rest of your life? Hopefully, you know, you get the get the lethal injection in, you know, 10 years. Hopefully they don't keep you on death row for too long. If the insanity thing doesn't work out, hopefully they... <laughs> I'm like, these guys just don't think. I'm like, bro, if you, you did this shit. Right now you crying and shit over three years. Can you imagine a lifetime in that place? And he's talking about emotional abuse, suffering. Can you imagine a lifetime of going through that? Because it doesn't get better for you from here. It does not get better for you. Face the music. Now, don't cry now. Yeah, don't cry now, shit. He's always want to call Toby and shit. Always want to tap out when they do some bad shit. No, don't tap out now. Don't get to crying and being innocent and weeping and everything right now. Don't do all that. Uh-uh. Stand on that shit. You worked hard to get there. Clearly. You killed your two best friends. You worked real hard to get there. Plus the cover-up. See, and police don't like that shit, especially me making them run around and everything, wasting their valuable resources like they got resources to burn. These boys are, these guys are on a budget, alright? They're eating like they got endless money. Police, FBI, and everything, it's a large budget, but they're on a budget. They're short-staffed as well. They do not have time for this stuff. Yet you want to waste their time when they know you did it. We're going to make you pay. We gonna make you pay. <laughs> oh, for sure. We gonna make you pay for wasting all these this manpower and all these resources on you when we all know you did it. And so as I said, I'm gonna go back to this. Bro, you copping out over three three years? Imagine a lifetime in there. I'm like, whatever you know, you better tell them. You know, see it. They might probably be nice to you. That family don't, the families of them, those two, those two young men you killed don't want to see you dead. They prefer you to sit the rest of your life in jail. But now it's back on the table, and if they choose to at any time, they're going to get them with it. Mm. Damn rappers. Damn celebrities. Foolishly misleading people. This should be a message to everybody else. This should be a real message. Like, bro, don't be playing out here in these streets. These streets ain't got no love for you and they undefeated. And while you out here doing everything you're doing, keep in mind of something. The law. You forgot about the law. 
You was out here living your life, but you forgot about the law. The law don't sleep. The law is up 24-7. It doesn't rest. <laughs> and as soon as one clocks out, another one's clocking in. And probably clocking in early. Living your life, killing, shooting, stealing, all this, all this crime these people have been committing these last, like, two years. You forgot about the law. Don't forget about the law. The law is always going to be there for you to catch you. <laughs> law will always be there when you fall. The law will catch you. Don't you worry. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, they, yeah, they like a, like a good parent for some of y'all. Like a good parent. Yeah, we got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought we were going to let you fall. It's like, not only are you going to fall like a good parent, we're going to teach you a lesson. <laughs> yeah, that's what a good parent do. Not only do I tell you why you're wrong and how you fall or how you fell, but I'm going to teach you something, too. Make that fall not in vain, hopefully, so you don't do it no more. Now, he wasn't given no no bail because, uh, to be honest with you, this boy might be a danger to society. No joke. He kill you, kill you. Kill two best friends, two of your best friends, bro. There ain't nothing we could we could talk about. That's a cold, heartless mother trucker. She, you kill your boys, man. What? She? I don't even know you like that. What you gonna do to somebody else out here? Yeah, but chin up. Chin up. I don't want to hear none of this crying and shit. It should be getting on my damn nerves. Don't want to hear none of this crying. Nah, chin up. Keep your head high. Yeah, it wasn't low. You wasn't weeping when you when you took the took alive them those two your two friends. Yeah, don't now keep reiterating the fact that you took the lives of his two friends simply to, to tell you guys how cold and calculated this thing was. That is how the prosecution is looking at it. That is how the jury's probably gonna look at it. It's like, bro, what are you gonna do? You take it to trial? You're gonna take this to trial with all they have against you. Then what? What do you have? They even have your cell phone pinged with the boys. They, these criminals aren't even smart enough to leave your phones at home. Off with the sim with the sim card out of them. Or break the sim card. These boys took their phone with them. Didn't turn it off or nothing. SIM card still in it. Police knew y'all was together the whole time. You want to go to trial facing all of that? And now you want to cry crocodile tears? Nah, we won't have it over here. <laughs> nah, we won't have it over here. Nah, we'll not have it. Mm-mm. You'll be alright. You said, chin up. Chin up, young man. Shit, stand tall. And like I said, if I was you, I'd be working on getting, I'd work on bulking up or something, man. That's what you should be doing. You worry about the wrong things. You're going to be there in a minute, man. You better try to bulk up, put some size down. I saw, I saw him, um, uh, like on YouTube the other day during a hearing and everything. Man, this boy looks skinny. I'm like, bro, what you been doing in there? You ain't been trying to build your body, build your mind, build nothing. You should be singing. They should have pictures of him singing in the choir right now. They should have pictures of YNW Melly studying Bible study 
to appear less of a threat to society or a changed man and then have someone in the jail write it off like, all right, he definitely is changing these eight months. Whoever he was, he's not that anymore. Please, your honor, have mercy on him. Even a pastor could tell you that. They're going to take they gonna take the word of a pastor. Your mama, too. Is she a credible mama? Oh, for sure. They're going to take the word of a mama. The, the judge might even put your care, put your safety in the care of your mama. To be honest with you. Y'all gotta know to play a game. The game gonna play you. <laughs> know how to play the game and the game gonna play you. There you go. Ooh, wee, that's a bar. Ooh, that was a bar. Mm-mm-mm. But uh, guys, remember, you can't know what you don't know. If you knew better, you'd do better. In life, you're going to get hit with shit. Choices and decisions, guys, they're yours to make. Free will, choice. Um, when, when you get hit, stand on that shit. Stand up, stand up, stand on that shit, man. Especially, nah, 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 you know what you did to get yourself here. Don't cry, get yourself out of it. Find a way. Don't put your put your hand, just put your faith in somebody else's hands. The, the, the safest hands is, is really God, but after there's nobody after Him. But while we on Earth, we better put your faith in your own hands. All right, <laughs> put your faith in your hand, your fate in your hands. Put your faith in God and put your fate in your own hands. All right. <laughs> Shit, that boy there for something, right? He's there for something. All right, guys, I'll check you later. I'm gonna be uploading. Uh, Again, tomorrow, I gotta work a lot. Well, not really, but, um, yeah. I'll be uploading a little bit more, you know, that December's coming up, the wrap-up of the whole year's coming up. I'm trying to end on a, on a good note. Uh, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Guys, I like the way the podcast is really going. I feel like I blow up, like, every day I put a podcast out. It's, like, incredibly insane. How fast we, how far, and how fast we've come in just a, a couple months spam. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. You guys are great fans. Be safe. Have a good day, night, evening. Shit, whatever. Don't forget to comment and subscribe to my shit. All right, I'm trying to get my subscriber shit up. I be seeing y'all just be watching my shit, but not subscribing. Subscribe to my shit. I know it's good content. I know. I know there's no one else speaking like this on the internet. I know. I know. I know. Subscribe.